0: Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy month so far. The Oscar season will begin maybe this month, maybe later on. Who knows? I will say that that's kind of interesting that Ridley Scott, who has never won an Academy Award... Has two films coming out. He's got, is it The Last Duel? And then he has Gucci. A House of Gucci. So that's going to be fascinating. Because if I know the Academy. Like I know the Academy. I'm not a member. But you know, come on. Um, Sometimes they like to just nominate you. When you've got a bunch of films out that year. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Maybe this is Ridley Scott's year. A lot's going down. Concerts are coming back. Movies are coming back. I saw Venom. I'm going to see Halloween later on this month. Jamie Lee Curtis. Come on. Michael Myers. And it just so happens that I am in the town that her mother went to school in. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis briefly went to the University of the Pacific, briefly. As did her mother, the late Janet Lee. Because Janet Lee wanted her daughters, including Jamie Lee Curtis and her sister, to have a Stockton upbringing. Yes, yes. There's even a film called Fat City, directed by John Houston because that was the nickname for this this was a boxing mecca. If you've ever heard of Nick and Nick Diaz, come on. they're from here. They're from here. And yours truly. And then the film industry, you know, not too far from me, in a town called Modesto, the um, gentleman by the name of George Lucas. That always gets me. I remember years ago, I was working in retail, and The Force Awakens was going to come out. And we've got all this Star Wars stuff. And And we're folding at the end of night and making small talk. And I said, hey, isn't this interesting that we're not too far from where the guy who created Star Wars grew up. And they said, what do you mean? And I said, well, George Lucas is from Modesto. What? I said, yeah, you didn't know that. Modesto JC, hello. And they're right. oh. And I said, have you ever seen the movie uh, American Graffiti? And some of them did and some of them hadn't. And I said, you know, McHenry Avenue is in that movie. That is a real avenue. Oh. But they had to film it in Marin County. Because a lot of Modesto had changed throughout that time. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting that he's one of the biggest filmmakers. Th- think of think of the technology that George Lucas helped to usher in. George Lucas, in in reality, wanted to make films like THX and and uh, American Graffiti. Didn't want to make the Star Wars movies That's why he made the first He directed the first one And I think he had other people do the other two But he did love science fiction And when I was first in college In the early 2000s I remember we were watching Joseph Campbell Who George Lucas knew And George Lucas Had him as an advisor When he was coming up with the Star Wars You know, come on The whole universe It's fascinating It's fascinating so, I always tell people, you know, film buffs, especially who are not from this part of California, well, you know, American Graffiti, that's a real place. That's a, uh, McHenry Avenue is a real place. Cruising McHenry, hello. I never did it, but I know my brothers did. So, yeah. Film history is interesting because, you know, Hollywood really Hollywood had like orange groves I think at the beginning of the century. Think about that. People came here from all over the world. Charlie Chaplin came here from England. Charlie Chaplin started off in dance halls. His mother reared him on it. Buster Keaton Buster Keaton it was Buster Keaton's birthday this month. Buster Keaton is him and Chaplin are often compared and and who's better, Chaplin or Keaton They're both important And right and right now I'm watching a Marx Brothers film Which one is this? The, you know, the the comedians Of that age They made you forget Okay, room service They made you forget that You didn't have to eat that night The depression comedies and Okay, I've never seen room service oh, Groucho Marx Yeah but back to Keaton and Chaplin You know Buster Keaton got his name Being a vaudevillian He was a little guy His family had a, had an act And if I can look it up There's a really great documentary on Buster Keaton Made by Peter Bogdanovich You know um, Paper Moon, The Last Picture Show I I always make it a point to talk about the silent film actors like Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin, and I used to think Charlie Chaplin was the greatest, and then I watched Buster Keaton and went, whoa. Born Joseph Frank Keaton, October 4th, 1895, died February 1st, 1966, known professionally as Buster Keaton. Was an American actor, comedian, film director, producer, screenwriter, and stunt performer. Yeah. The American Film Institute ranked him as the 21st greatest male star of the classic Hollywood cinema. He had it. From One Week in 1920, The Playhouse in 1921, Cops, 1922. Electric House, 1922. 1922. He then moved to feature full-length films. Several of his works from the 1920s, such as Sherlock Jr., 1924, The General, 1926, The Cameraman, 1928, remain highly regarded. The General is widely viewed as his masterpiece. Orson Welles considered it the greatest comedy ever made, and perhaps the greatest film ever made. Yeah, But like all careers, Buster Keaton Well, he fell. He fell. Like a lot think, think of it. He started out as this vaudevillian performer. He gets the name Buster because his they did a family act and they said that kid's a real Buster. Yeah. But he had that deadpan look. And Chaplin had his own thing. I, I'm I'm not trying to knock either or. Because in a, in a perfect world, they can both exist. Even though this is not a perfect world. But in a film world, they both are essential and important. Think of how these two comedians remix themselves into the stratosphere known as sound. Charlie Chaplin resisted sound. And then Buster Keaton did it. In fact, Buster Keaton is in Sunset Boulevard playing cards with Gloria Swanson. And and I mean, come on. Yeah. And then Charlie Chaplin. You know, Charlie Chaplin's first sound film was The Great Dictator in 1940. 81 years ago. It almost derailed his career. It was right before the Second World War. Yeah. These two icons... You think of what we owe them as filmmakers. Is is I mean, let's see. This this I want to play a clip from the documentary. It's called A Great The Great Buster Celebration. It's a biopic uh, documentary made by Mr. Peter Bogdanovich, great filmmaker, great film preservationist. And here we go. Buster Keaton said, the essence of movies. A lot of my daring came from Keaton. He was born to be a silent movie comedian. By the time he was four years old, little Joe Frank Keaton had actually become a star in Vaudeville, the youngest ever. The man said I was a big comedian and I was going to get a big contract. Buster finally gets his long-time wish fulfilled, and he starts to make his own feature films. He is one of the inventors of cinema. It's magic. (laughs) A perfect storm follows. Buster is drinking too much. His marriage is falling apart. He blamed himself. He just lost his heart there. He could have been killed. He was feeling so down that he didn't care. Everything he had achieved was forgotten. For Keaton, cinema was important. It was jokes that worked because of the movie camera. How he did that was superhuman. There were no tricks. He just did it. It's amazing how timeless he is and how... That type of physical comedy will never be unfunny. How many filmmakers can you say that about? And so that is, of course, a clip of Peter Prokdanovich's The Great Buster, a celebration of Buster Keaton, released in 2018. Jeez. There is a very poignant moment, you know, at the end of his life. He did television. He did movies. And then he did this, I believe it was... A short. If I can remember. He did a very interesting... Okay, he had the pork pie hat. That, that's such an iconic hat. And then his look, that deadpan... Oh, this is interesting. In an essay, Film Arte Film Artistico, artists, one of my favorites, Salvador Dali, declared the works of Keaton to be prime examples of anti-artistic filmmaking, calling them pure poetry. In 1925, Dolly produced a collage titled The Marriage of Buster Keaton featuring an image of the comedian in a seated pose, st- staring straight ahead with his trademark boater hat resting in his lap. Film critic Roger Ebert, the greatest of the silent crowns is Buster Keaton Clowns, not only because of what he did, but because of how he did it. Harold Lloyd made us laugh as much as Chaplin moved us more deeply, but no one had the courage more courage than Buster Keaton. that's that's interesting. That's interesting. There is a I'm looking for it. When you when you've had that kind of power and he had he had immense power. think of think of when you go from vaudeville to film, that's fast. He should work all those years on vaudeville. Vaudeville, I mean... You you gotta hack it. You gotta hack it. Um, Okay, I think this is The Railroader. Yeah, this is a short that I watch. It's one of his... Almost... Yeah, it's... uh, after literally walking to Canada from England, Buster takes a cross-country trip across Canada on a rail- railway motor car speeder. It's very interesting, and there's no talking. It's very Buster Keaton. But watch the documentary, The Great Buster, directed by Peter Bukdanovich. You've got Quentin Tarantino, Johnny Knoxville, Richard Lewis. You even have Mel Brooks himself, who is heavily inspired by... Bye, Buster Keaton. As always, unpleasant dreams.